0: Right, right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 256. Good things that get ruined when taken to extremes by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. This is just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. On Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Before I get into Nia's post, there's something I've never mentioned before. This month, podcastawards.com nominations have opened to the public, and the most votes in each category will move on to the next round. Since we have multiple podcasts in the health category, we're trying to get our very first podcast, Optimal Living Daily, lots of votes. So if you like this show and wanna give some free support, come vote for Optimal Living Daily in both the People's Choice category and Health category. The shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash vote. I'll give you a quick reminder at the end of the episode also. So for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Good things that get ruined when taken to extremes by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. It must be human nature. As a species, we're quite adept at taking something good and in an effort to extract greater rewards from it, we manipulate it, mold it, stretch it, to become a more extreme version of itself. And we screw it all up in the process, losing sight of what made it good in the first place. Healthy eating. Making better food choices is good. Taking eating well to an extreme, for example, obsessing over every piece of food that passes your lips is not, but it's a common progression. Someone starts making smarter food choices. They see positive results in the mirror and feel fantastic from their improved lifestyle, so they escalate their efforts. They avoid entire food groups, restrict calories to low levels for an extended period, label foods as, quote, good or bad, and feel guilty for eating the bad things. For many, unfortunately, these good behaviors gone extreme lead to binge eating, disordered eating habits, or full-blown eating disorders. Stress increases from constantly obsessing over food. Food must be earned through vigorous exercise. Something good, making better food choices and thereby improving health, body composition and performance, was destroyed by taking it to an extreme like obsessing over food or avoiding entire food groups, rigid dieting, etc. What once made you feel great about yourself and provided positive benefits was twisted, contorted and mangled into habits that are more stifling than rewarding and become difficult to break. Eating well is a worthy endeavor, but don't ruin it by taking it to an unhealthy extreme wrought with obsession and guilt. Exercise. Moving your body frequently is good. Strength training is great because it not only builds muscle, but it increases bone mineral density, particularly important for women. It boosts confidence and provides a host of other benefits. Exercise should make you feel great about yourself, make tasks of daily living easier, provide positive health improvements, build muscle, and alleviate stress. But when taken to an extreme, its benefits are masked. Using exercise as punishment for eating something bad or because you missed a week of workouts or because you want to fix your flaws or because you think being exhausted after a workout is mandatory. This extreme transition takes something that should have made you better, your life better, and destroys it. Exercise is great in frequent doses. We should all move our bodies in some form every single day. But make sure it's something that builds you up for all the right reasons. It should never be done as punishment. Minimalism. The concept applied to possessions, own what you need and what brings you enjoyment, is simple and appealing. I love having a clutter-free home and being able to find anything I need at a moment's notice. The way I practice minimalism, I buy what I need or what brings joy or improves the quality of my life. I've sold possessions I no longer used, whittled down expenses like satellite TV and expensive cell phone plans, sold my house and moved into a smaller home. These things improve my quality of life, and are classified as minimalist lifestyle actions. A minimalist approach is also tremendously beneficial when applied to strength training and nutrition. You focus on the few big things that must be done to produce the majority of the results you seek. Yet some die-hard lifestyle minimalists would scoff and say, I'm not doing minimalism right, because, for example, I have a traditional coffee maker, a French press and grinder, and a nifty espresso maker. Pick one because you don't need more, some purists would say. I think they're missing the point of minimalism. It's not about owning less for the sake of owning less or paring down to what you need to survive and nothing else. It's about owning things that bring you joy. And I enjoy many different types of coffee. Some people lose the beauty of minimalism when they force it to an extreme. They get rid of every electronic. They refuse to have decorations or photos because it's deemed clutter or unnecessary. They constantly trim down their possessions and scrutinize every item they own. The goal is no longer distinguishing what you need and enjoy from the superfluous. It becomes about possessing as little as possible at the expense of all else. In this sense, minimalism has transitioned from something that improved their life, like less clutter, getting rid of rarely used items, or saving money, to something that dominates it and perhaps makes their life more stressful from constantly scouring for things to get rid of. Minimalism can be good, but it need not be taken to an extreme to reap its benefits. And minimalism, in my opinion, looks different for everyone when the focus is on owning what you need and enjoy. Basically, leave me and my three coffee makers alone. Self-improvement. Becoming a better human, staying true to your values, getting out of your comfort zone, and enhancing your life are worthwhile pursuits. The ugly side emerges when those good intentions turn into a never-ending journey of self-evaluation that sprouts a growing list of things you hate about yourself and want to change or when you fall into the trap of thinking, oh my, every single day of my life must be epic and crammed full of adventure worthy of posting to Instagram, or I'm a total failure. Becoming a better human and aiming to live a great life is good. Allowing that pursuit to consume every thought, thus leading you to think an average day is somehow a bad thing, and that you must do some drastic blood-pumping activity every day, like go cliff jumping or bet all your savings on the big game because you only live once, is not. Self-help material and the ensuing journey can be good. Uncovering the meaning in your life and aligning your actions and priorities accordingly is good. Being a self-help junkie and trying to stay high on motivation is not. We need to stop trying to manipulate them to produce more, lest we screw it all up, only to be left with more problems than meaningful results. You just listened to the post titled, Good Things That Get Ruined When Taken to Extremes by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. at Indeed.com/health, just go to Indeed.com/health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com/health, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I had a conversation with a good friend the other day. He said when he's on Facebook, he realized that he's only seeing a snapshot of other people's lives. People are only choosing to post what they want you to see. I, of course, completely agreed. I said, Yeah, that's exactly why I don't spend a whole lot of time on Facebook. But to him, this was a brand new realization. He found himself spending hours on Facebook comparing his life to his friends. And what he found was it made him feel less. He felt less successful, less happy, like less of a human being. Instead of being happy for his friends and seeing all the cool things they're doing, it somehow became internal for him. But isn't this natural? We all do this. Yes, we should be happy for other success, but there's a point where we start to internalize and go, why am I not having that kind of success? And it made him depressed. He thought by pulling himself out of this depression, what he needs to do is post more on Facebook too. He bought a fancy camera whenever we hung out, he would stop every five seconds, it felt like, to take pictures so that he could post them on Instagram and Facebook. He started to take it to an extreme. And ultimately, that led him to a new realization that all of this simply wasn't worth it. He tried to produce more and screwed it up only to be left with more problems as opposed to meaningful results. When I saw him the other day, he said, you know what, I'm kind of off of Facebook I'm off of all the social media. I mean, I check it every now and then, but I'm not as obsessed with it, and I found him a lot happier. I'm glad for my friend that he realized that this was making him unhappy, that comparing his life to others was causing him more stress. He took it to the extreme, but he bounced back, and he realized what he had done, and hopefully now he's happier for it. Now, don't forget, before I go, podcastawards.com is now open to the public for voting. They want us to tell you to come vote and represent your favorite shows. You can vote in any category, but we'd love it if you'd vote for Optimal Living Daily in the People's Choice and Health categories. It'd mean a lot to us. The shortcut link to it is oldpodcast.com slash vote. Thanks for doing that. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for subscribing. I hope you have a great rest of your Monday and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.